0: Hey, Travis. Hey, Justin. Hey, this uh, this league may have saved my marriage. Oh, yeah? Yeah, me and, me and Katie are working on our budget, and I put together this spreadsheet. And she looked at it, and she was like, oh, my gosh, babe, how'd you learn how to do this? And I said, you know that fantasy baseball league that annoys you so much? Yeah. You can thank Travis and Justin and Land for building a beautiful spreadsheet.
1: a bit outside. Hello, everybody. Just a bit outside. Harry Doyle Fantasy Baseball. Yes, the most popular podcast for a 10-team fantasy baseball league out there. Welcome in, everyone. I'm Travis Akins. We are going to look at everything Harry Doyle. Winners, losers, playoff picture. And to talk all about it with me, the one, the only, Miss. Justin Deering. How are you, sir?
0: Well, I just got done with my first fantasy football draft yesterday and I took uh, Andrew Luck and Lamar Miller early so things are (laughs) looking good. Things are looking up. Looks like I'm going to follow up a wonderful baseball season with an even
1: better football season. (laughs) Did you see the Did you see the OJ Simpson video?
0: Yeah, Andrew, you may want to go into witness protection uh, (laughs) because OJ just found a new hobby, and it's hunting. Uh. (laughs) Best of luck to you, buddy. Oh,
1: man. Uh, No, it's
0: been a good week. Fantasy football got rolling, had a couple drafts uh, earlier tonight, so I did not actually take either of those players, but... um, it was fun just to, you know, kind of see the discussion, I guess, if you want to call it, of expansion this week going on in the, the chat and in the emails and all the text messages. Um, it's just been real, real fun. And school started this week, so it's just been a blessing of a week,
1: Travis. It sounds like it. Uh, you know what's a blessing? Talking Harry Doyle fantasy baseball. We're ready for the opening pitch. Vaughn winds and fires. It's a strike and run away. <laughs>
0: So, as you know, Travis, the first pitch is always my segment where we don't talk about Harry Doyle fantasy baseball. So, it's a blessing in disguise. Um, (laughs) Travis, have you, uh, are
1: you a big Twitter person, Travis? Uh, I've been known to tweet, yes.
0: You're, you're, you're a Twitterer. You're a tweeter, if you will. Um, I'm sure you have seen, and we're, I mean, we didn't have a show last week. That was my fault. I was working on my budget. Um, (laughs) but you've obviously seen the chicken sandwich war that has broke out this week between the Jesus chicken that is Chick-fil-A and Popeye's chicken. Correct?
1: Yes. Oh yeah.
0: Have you had an opportunity to go and actually test out this chicken sandwich?
1: Uh, I have not been to the Popeye's for the chicken sandwich. It's actually on my to-do list. I I actually put that on the list.
0: We went Thursday and had it, and if you like chicken that's actually a little bit crunchy and actually, you know, it's, I'll be honest, it's probably the sauce that makes it. I thought it was, a, um, it was a happy break from the Chick-fil-A spicy sandwich, which is not my favorite spicy sandwich in the world. But the okay. best thing to come from this in the first pitch is a little thing I saw on Twitter that I would like to read to you, okay? Yes, please. Okay, let me break it down for you people who haven't had a chicken sandwich from either Chick-fil-A or Popeyes. Chick-fil-A sandwich tastes like it was cooked by a white woman named Sarah who grew up around black people. The flavor is definitely there, but Sarah cares about your cholesterol, so she's careful about the breading and grease content. The Popeyes sandwich... (laughs) The Popeye sandwich (laughs) tastes like it was cooked by an older black lady named Lucille that serves on the usher board at church and has 12 grandkids that call her Medea. And let's be honest, Medea don't give a shit about your cholesterol because God is in control. (laughs) And I think that is the perfect breakdown of the difference between these sandwiches. You bite into a Chick fil A sandwich, and if you're on Weight Watchers, you're still kind of within your points. But if you bite into one of these Popeye sandwiches, the grease explosion in your mouth—it's just amazing. That's a drop. Yep. But hey, get out there, try the sandwich, report back, take it to the text message. Everybody text everybody in the league. Go try a Popeyes chicken sandwich, and then send an individual text to Travis Akins, let him know what you think about it.
1: Yeah, please. I would. I would love that. Let's get into. The- <laughs> Do you want to say something there, Justin?
0: Let's get into the big story.
1: Big story, week 21, Harry Doyle Fantasy Baseball, and yes, the playoff picture becomes a little clear, and at the same time, Justin, the playoff picture gets a little murkier. Is that no, a right have, word? Was a... What, was that? what was that word? <laughs> hey,
0: Chris, Mur- let us know how to how to pronounce murkier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, I knew as soon as I said it there. It's a little murkier. Like a tiny planet. Winners-losers Week 21. And, Justin, while the bulk of our playoff picture remains intact after Week 21 games, we we did see Bolding Beavers drop out of the playoff picture and Van Buren boys snapping a five-game losing streak and finding themselves in that sixth seed for uh, the 2019 playoffs.
0: No, oh, I had the big story down as expansion. Sorry, I just, I'm just kidding. No, I uh, I, I talked with Land last week after last week's game and said you can send me a, a payment and a thanks for uh, beating the Van Buren boys and letting them back into the playoffs. But uh, I, then I also said, and you'll beat me next week because my team sucks. So um, sorry. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this has been like the last couple weeks that that middle section of the you know, playoffs four five and six spot have kind of tightened up a little bit. So it's actually given us something, maybe some of the people that are uh, already mathematically out of the playoffs uh, something to watch and kind of enjoy. I've enjoyed the fact that I've had an opportunity to play two different playoff teams that are potential playoff teams that needed to win to get in or needed to beat somebody else. And it was kind of a spoiler spot for me. So it actually encouraged me to pay attention more because you know, if I'm not going to play in the playoffs, I don't want anybody to. So I'd like to knock everybody out. But um, it's just been it's been kind of cool there because I've been getting text messages from other teams like, "Hey, make sure you beat Land next week. That'd be great for everybody." Um, and then, "Hey, make sure you beat the Van Buren boys. That'd be awesome." But it's just been kind of cool to play. Uh, kind of spoiler-ish, I guess. in These last two weeks, and it's just sad that I have to go up against an ownerless team in the last week.
1: Yeah, uh, and obviously every game matters, and uh, the playoff picture is coming into a much clearer focus here. And for a week where teams needed Ws to not only secure their playoff uh, dream, it was a week where we saw a lot of Ls from these teams. Royal Ruckus, Beards of Glory, um, Bolding Beavers, Ebony and Ivory, All losing yet at the same time, those uh, teams—Royal Ruckus, Beards of Glory, Ebony and Ivory—will retain their three through five playoff spots in the picture. And really, the only change we saw through these losses and wins uh, from—and the win from Van Buren Boys was Beavers Van Buren Boys uh, flip-flopping there in six and seven. It's also worth noting with the Wichita White Wolves' victory in Week 21, they secured the Pedro Serrano Division. They'll join Aiken's Army with the week one playoff by the automatic bid into the league, uh, into the divisional championship game. And so the top of the playoff picture is set and ready to go. Now we just have to figure out here in the final week of 2019 how three through six is going to shake out.
0: I would be, um, I do think we need to stop down. I do want to say congratulations on a 10-game winning streak. That's Thank big. You. That's yeah. big in a twenty-two week league. Um, that I mean, there was early points in the season about ten weeks ago. I think that we were having a conversation privately, not on a podcast or for anybody to hear, where you were saying, "Man, I'm just going to blow this thing up. I'm done. I'm going to blow this thing yep. up. This is done." Um, but it is. It does go to note that the second longest winning streak in the league right now is the Los Tigers with two. So. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there and let everybody know that I'm back. But no, Travis, I mean, the last 10 weeks has has seen you climb up not only the standings and seal your position, but also those points. You've been putting up a lot of points and climbing back up that points for um, which is also which is good just to see an average go up because if it pans out the way it's going right now, and you get another Akins and Wolves championship. Is that what it was last year? I'm thinking. Yeah, no, it, was Ruckus no, it wasn't. And Wolves. Oh, Ruckus and Wolves. Sorry, um, that Akins versus Wolves we saw two weeks ago, or, or uh, whenever y'all played a couple weeks ago, and you put the hurt on him. And I think you really wanted to have a show that week to talk about that. But I was yeah. working. On, I was working on my budget. Um, I, I want to see that happen, full strength. Both teams hitting on all cylinders. That's. A, that's the only negative thing about fantasy as a whole is it's just how they play that week, but I love it. And I'm looking forward to the playoffs, even though I won't be a part of it for the first time in five years.
1: Justin, this is the part of the show where we say goodbye to those who have no shot, no, no chance at being in the 2019 Harry Doyle Fantasy Baseball Playoffs. And We obviously really? missed a show last week, and officially we say goodbye. Goodbye, censored by the commish. Goodbye, Blake. Four-game losing streak as you head into the final week of the season. Your team really stood no shot, and you're officially eliminated from these playoffs. Also... Bye bye, Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Justin, this is the part of the show where we say so long to owners who were not engaged or involved in the league at a high level and they're gone. And now we have a league run team that, by the way, snapped a nine game losing streak by paying attention to its team. Just a little. Bit. So long, guy. Hello, six shooters.
0: So is that the third time you've beat Blake this year? Uh,
1: well, if, if you must know, yes. Twice <laughs> as a uh, army, once as a six shooter, <laughs> and week twenty-two awaits another matchup.
0: Well, let's jump into these games that were last week in week 21 that just wrapped up. They just went final in the, uh, on the board. We're,
1: we're going to hear so much crap about oh, yeah.
0: that. Yeah, it's going to be bad. That's why I'm moving along. Uh, <laughs> So uh week 21 just wrapped up. Sunday night baseball is over. The standings have updated. The final scores are locked in. Los Tigers over Bolding Beavers 283 to 235. Six shooters take out the newly named hashtag Justice for Brady Uh or censored by the Commission 249 to 223 Van Buren Boys knock out Beards of Glory. Beards of Glory missing a golden opportunity to jump up in the standings in the playoffs. And Capitalize on a lot of losses, like you talked about. Aegon's army takes down Royal Ruckus, and Wichita White Wolves takes out Ebony and Ivory. Travis, which game you want to start with?
1: Well, you know what I really want to start with is I want to start with Week Twenty Two. I want to start with the matchups that have these playoff implications. Can we break? Can we break format and head that way?
0: Does that mean we get finished sooner?
1: It means we get finished sooner.
0: Sweet. All right. Week twenty-two. Here's the matchups on the board. I'm <laughs> we got this, the the Facebook game of the week, which is the Los Tigres versus the uh six shooters. And the only game any of us should care about this week. No, it's not. I thought they were playing each other. I just I messed up. I thought Bolden Beavers and Man Beaver Boys were playing each other this week.
1: No, we have, since uh, by the commission, Aiken's Army, six shooters taking on your Los Tigres, Beards of Glory, and Royal Ruckus square off here in the final week of 2019. Bolding Beavers and Ebony and Ivory, and the Van Buren Boys taking on the Pedro Serrano Division Champion, Wichita White Wolves in Week 22. Now, Justin, I think we can go back and forth between Week 21 and Week 22, but... As we look at week 22, obviously everything is on the line here for playoffs. And in particular, Bolding Beavers and the Van Buren Boys, they need Ws to enter into this playoff picture. It is entirely on their shoulders. If Bolding Beavers can grab that W and and hope for a Van Buren Boys L, then we have another change in our playoff picture. Uh, Justin, how do you see this kind of shaking out?
0: Well, it's more than just that game there. This is also a, if the Van Buren boys win to stay in and Bolden Beavers knocks off Ebony and Ivory, there's a flip at six and five. Ebony and Ivory drops down to the sixth seed and has to take on, I mean, this these two matchups here are more than just does Lane yeah. get in, or does Dustin and Phil get in? This this whole ma- those two matchups will really seal a lot of what's going on and what our final rankings look like. I will go with what I said, and I don't remember exactly what I said a couple weeks ago, but I do believe that we will see Ebony and Ivory at the sixth seed, and then Van Buren Boys, Beards of Glory, Ruckus, Wolves Army. That is my prediction at the end of next week when we decide at the last minute if we're doing a podcast.
1: When you decide if we're doing a podcast. The way things are going right now, this one's not, not going to make air. You just sit,
0: yeah, you just sit at your desk and wait for me to send you a link. And then when I don't, you text me and say, so, you're cool.
1: <laughs> Which, it, obviously, seating's on the line and and getting in for for these teams is on the line. And so that's what makes Week 21 such an interesting week. Because Week 21 sets up this Week 22 a bonanza of games that have such huge playoff implications and for a team that needed a W in the worst way uh the Van Buren boys pulled it off against another team that needed a W in a really bad way against the Beards of Glory in week 21 and so when you look at the Van Buren boys Beards of Glory game you look at a game that was you know fairly even and and in kind of going into the weekend, you thought you could go either way. But the Van Buren boys um, of, I don't know, pre-All-Star game kind of showed up this week. And everything seemed to click in a lot of ways. And this team kind of found itself going up against a Beards of Glory team that, well, that didn't have really great pitching. And uh, when you look at this game in particular – you know what went wrong for Beards of Glory when this was a week they just had to had to have a W and couldn't do it.
0: Well, you couldn't look at you couldn't look at the pre the, you know the beginning of the week. We look at starts and see who's got an advantage there if anybody's stacking starts or anything like that. This was five to five, and you just said it wasn't good pitching. Uh, it wasn't really good anything. <laughs> um, I mean that in the nicest way to Colby's team, but Colby, we talked about this two weeks ago, has made a ton of moves to boost the lineup. Kettle Marte did his thing, 26 and a half points. Uh, some of the other names that he's added, Escobar with 14. You know, Freddie Freeman's always has been on his team all year, almost 30 points, 119 points from this offense is below what he's been getting all year. Of course, he also put Carlos Correa. He had Carlos Correa in the lineup. Carlos Correa goes back on the DL, his back hurting again. Maybe it was another massage or rib issue. Um, But the moves he made for Lance Lynn, Mike Miner, um, Taylor Rogers, who was a closer for Minnesota, they picked up, put up 11 points this week. So that, that was helpful for him. But Lance Lynn and Mike Miner were two players that were putting up Average to above-average points just about every start for their previous teams, and both of them coming in at under eight points this week. Um, the, the writing was on the wall for any Texas Ranger pitcher about two weeks ago that this thing was uh, coming to a cl- crashing close. And um, it's sad because both of us are Rangers fans. But this was this, you didn't think Lance Lynn would fall off to this point. I mean, I mean, some people may have. He still had 10 Ks, but the sad thing is 10 Ks only got him seven points because he gave up seven earned runs. So across the board, I really wouldn't say it was, I mean, when your pitching lets you down. I would just say your team let you down this week in a time you really needed to win. Um now, a Beards of Glory and... team
1: gonna go against a divisional rival Royal Ruckus in the final week of 2019. And this is obviously a Beards of Glory and Royal Ruckus team, really, to the extent with the way the standings are. Um both looking for W's, uh, both sitting at twelve and ten on the season, but now fighting for that for the seating and position of of the playoffs here. Um, how do you see week 22, Justin, Beards of Glory, Royal Ruckus, which team is going to show up for Colby, and will Royal Ruckus' offense continue its its kind of steady onslaught uh, of the late summer here?
0: Uh, I would say, I mean, obviously lineups have not been set because I'm assuming Colby's not going to leave um, Carlos Correa starting at, stor- starting at shortstop there. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I think with the some of the positions he has available, I mean, Javier Baez, I'm seeing him probably starting again next next week. And I don't know which way it'll go, but I don't think it's going to be this bad of a week for Colby. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I think Ruckus is going to win or I think Beards of Glory is going to win. I need to breathe there. Sorry. Um, I just uh, – I think that we're actually going to see a better game this week out of Colby. It may not be enough to beat Ruckus because, I mean, they are putting up points and they're scoring and winning. And it's just a time that they, I mean, they finally have gotten over some of the injuries that they had all year long. I know early in the season there was conversations or attempted conversations with Luke about trades and things like that by multiple teams, and his response to everybody was like, man, I'm just waiting for everybody to come back. Let's hold off a little bit. And finally, people are finally starting to come back at the right time. So I think this will be a close, close game, and when we podcast next Sunday, we will be sitting here watching that final game, probably decide. Now we have matchup. a
1: Bolding Beavers team in Week 21 who, because of their loss, now finds themselves sitting on the outside of the playoffs heading into the final week 235 to your Los Tigres is 283 and really Justin this was a story for lands bolding beavers of of where was the offense
0: yeah it was I mean sub 100 offense um you know it uh, we've said this Every week, it feels like. But last year, we were on land about what do you gonna do about that pitching staff? And he did something about it. And he's flipped this pitching staff. You have got to be scared if land makes the playoffs to go up against land on a week where Bieber, Garrett Cole, and Scherzer and Giolito, if any of them are double starts, if you get any of them or two of them on a two start week, getting four starts out of two of those guys or six starts out of three of those guys. For the most part, that spells disaster for whoever they're playing. Um, two starts out of Shane Bieber this week, 31 and a half points. The pitching staff, 137 points, looks great. The offense, like you said, just disappeared. Marwin Gonzalez at a point. James McCann, the, the catching position there at three points. Um it may be a t- it may be time for us to do a middle section some point during the playoffs and talk about just the catching position as a whole and if this league needs to dissolve that <laughs> like you would a kicker, um, <laughs> might as well add something else to the proposal, um, but it's just Andrew Benatendi going down injured only getting two and a half points it was just an off week for his offense, um, and an off week for offense. It, I think that's kind of been a theme more so than not this season for the Beavers that maybe the offense and his continued love for Scott Kingery, um, who got him, who got him 20 points this week, uh, just maybe let him down a little bit.
1: Now, bolding Beavers in week 22 are facing Zach's Ebony and Ivory Ebony and Ivory just on the short end of a really good solid week at 281 points, just went up against the second highest point gathering team of week 21 in the Wichita white wolves and now bolding beavers ebony and ivory week 22 this is a huge playoff implication team for both teams Um, obviously ebony and ivory would like to go into the playoffs with a 12 and 10 record and bolding and bolding beavers have to have a w to even be considered or even have a shot for that sixth seed and so just when you look at beavers when you look at ebony and ivory week 22 you know what's going to have let's look at it this way if 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 bolding beavers come out victorious what went right for them
0: uh they're pitching obviously pitched better than they did last last week um the thing for them is he does have a two week a two start week this week from Lucas Giolito and he i mean You Darvish has not looked bad as of late. I don't know if pulling a two-start Darvish into the lineup this week. uh, I just don't know where you would take somebody out between Max Scherzer, Giolito, Garrett Cole, Bumgarner, and Bieber. I don't know who the person that comes out to take that extra start is or if it's even worth it. Um, His pitching staff, six starts this week, but six starts from those guys is probably about eight to nine starts, in my opinion, if you go and look over at Ebony and Ivory's pitching staff just because – nothing against their staff. Those are five of the best pitchers in the league right now. I mean, so, I mean, I don't think that's disrespectful to anybody's staff. I think that we've seen Zach at the trade deadline made, make some moves that the more I think about it, it may be more future moves than, than they were for let's go win this thing right now, because just about everybody they added had some sort of long-term value to them or they traded off people that, um, you know, with Noah Syndergaard going away, but also bringing back in Jack Flaherty to fill that spot. Um, They're looking at, quick math, six starts, unless they decide to bring Porcello up, who's got two starts, one against Colorado, one against the Angels this week. Um, I think this matchup will come down to um, the pitching staff of Lan performing and if those other names that aren't the five names I named, if Ebony and Ivory's pitching staff can in their six six starts keep it close because I trust Zach's offense way
1: more than I trust Land's offense to put up points. Especially as as of late, um, yeah, I, I think it comes down to, and I agree with the assessment, and in a lot of ways, it comes down to Ebony and Ivory offense and Bolding Beaver pitching. You know, look at either one of those teams. And we, you know, a week from now we sit here and whoever wins, we look at those two areas as the most uh, contributing factor to those W's. And finally, we look at the uh, Royal Ruckus-Aikens Army game here. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We got one more game after that. Royal Ruckus-Aikens Army, Royal Ruckus. Obviously wanting a W into this uh, to Week 21 as they head into the Week 22 matchup with Beards of Glory, but uh, falling to Aiken's Army's 10-game winning streak, 344-248. to And then, finally, we can get to the Facebook game of the week, censored by the commish, taking on the lowly six-shooters, Justin. And do you want to read that score for us?
0: That would be 249.5. In favor of the ownerless six shooters, to two twenty three point zero for the newly named Justice for Brady slash censored by the commission slash our commission sucks slash Josh Hamilton was a douchebag. Now he's a Devil Ray. <laughs> you remember that name? That that was his first year. Hashtag Throwback Thursday.
1: Um, uh, and and while you know. Really, as we head into Week 22, Justin, we have three games that have grave importance to the playoff picture, and um, Beards of Glory, World Ruckus, Bolding Beavers taking on Ebony and Ivory, Van Buren Boys taking on the Wichita White Wolves. Those are going to be fun games to pay attention to because this playoff picture will be locked in a week from tonight as we give you the playoff preview um, heading into that, and Will Royal Ruckus be taking on Van Buren boys or Bolding Beavers, or will Beards of Glory have a shot at being in that three seed and taking on Van Buren boys or Bolding Beavers? We will see as we head into week 22.
0: Let's let's not forget that those other four teams that aren't in the playoffs are still playing for seeding in the consolation tournament, that the winner of that gets the first overall pick, depending on what we do with uh, expansion. And, you know, there's – There's games being played down there between the lowly losers. If you're um, curious, there is strategy and people are paying attention down there because we definitely want to see a censored by the Commissioner Los Tigres championship in the consolation bracket.
1: We're all just
0: because I traded for his first pick and Blake didn't realize that till like last week. (laughs) Oh, that I, I had a potential of having first and second overall pick.
1: Baseball.
0: Baseball <laughs> <Social> stuff.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, week 22 is upon us. Justin, can you believe it? We have reached the final week of the 2019 campaign.
0: The penultimate week. This was the penultimate week. Next week is the ultimate That's week.
1: Right. Good job. Well done.
0: Hey, did you know that Popeye's chicken got $24 million in free advertising from this Twitter wow. thing? There you go. Hit the outro.
1: I don't know how I feel about this episode in any way, but I thought that it
0: was I thought that it was solid.
1: So give us a grade. What? Where, where, where would you give us teacher? Nope. He's gone. Not there. Turn your mic. Is he there? Turn your mic. The mic, up. mic is up. Turn your music down. (laughs) It's coming through. Send us out, Justin. We'll see you next time
0: when we record live from the local Popeyes as we share a spicy chicken sandwich. Until next time, see you later, everybody. (laughs) We're done. Someone tell
1: me what happened.